We good? <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're rolling. Why are you laughing? We're trying to make this as candid as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going great. <laughs> so which, which one's on my camera? You're looking at... I got you. I got you. Am I supposed I, I to look it. at a camera? I get, it, I get it. Or do I just look at off into space? You look at me. Okay. Don't don't look... Don't... Don't look at me. Don't make eye contact with yeah, me. Yeah, look at my... Whatever <laughs> you do. corner. <laughs> don't... Uh. Don't look me directly in the eyes. Yeah. What's up, Randall? What's up, man? Is it Randall? No. It's Randy? It's just plain old Randy. On your birth certificate? Yep. All right. Randy Murphy. Randy Murphy. Grew up in uh, Ladonia? Phoenix City. Phoenix City. Garrett, of, Garrett's Ladonia boy. Yeah. Yeah. I was more around, well, it was place to place. It was Phoenix City to Smith's to... Which it wasn't Smith's then, because Smith didn't really become anything until recently. But and then back to Phoenix City, and then from there all the way to Salem now. Yeah. So. So uh, we're going to talk about ultra marathoning, and really, I guess the 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 plan is we're going to set out, we're going to lay out <laughs> tonight my training schedule. Yep. So the goal is I'll run a hundred miles consecutive. And what should my goal time be? Mm, five miles. years. <laughs> <laughs> well, an ideal time would yeah, be that's un- what I, I w- under 24 hours would be good. Under 24 hours? Yeah, would be really good for 100 mm. miles. Okay. So I run from here to Atlanta, yep. get there by this time tomorrow. Yep, no sleep. Um, yeah. And just eat, run, eat, run, drink, eat, run. All right. Nonstop. So, uh, so yeah, so what should I do to prepare? Well, ultimately, you, you would have to start a little slow. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's what anybody, you kind of start off and you build your miles up week to week and you, you plan on Saturdays to be your long runs. And then Sundays, usually, you end up doing a back-to-back long run. So before, like, say you get close to that 100-mile race, maybe a month before, you're doing 20 miles or so on a Saturday and then 20 more miles on Sunday. So 20 miles... How long is that taking you? A few mm, hours? It depends on your goal. Like miles. I was yeah, telling Sam be. earlier, it was it's if you're going for time, or like if you're trying to be, you know, race the thing, you're gonna you're gonna be pushing it. But I just go because I enjoy it, and I I just prepare my feet pretty much yeah. and just break it down. So usually, you know, twenty miles could take three hours, maybe. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, that's that's yeah, it's like a round of golf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. I mean, a lot less, a lot less running. <laughs> yeah, and you're sitting on a golf cart. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> they drive yeah. you to each hole. Yeah, yeah. I, just your arms get wore out. Yeah, it sounds like a a better uh, a better Saturday morning to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, when when did you start running? Because you this is a pretty recent thing you started doing. Yeah, I started October of 2020 after COVID hit, and then they sent everybody home for work. I would sit around and work at home, mm-hmm. not do anything. I think I gained, like, I got up to 190 pounds. So I'm thinking, man, I got to get something started. Like, I can't sit here and be 190 pounds forever. So I started running just a, just a cardio thing. Like, I'm going to just do maybe a mile here, a mile there. Yeah. 
And then my father-in-law started talking to me, talking about his races and all that stuff. And I was like, well, I might sign up for a race. So does I, Hank does that? He used to. He, oh, ran, okay. he ran plenty of marathons. Really? But, I didn't know that. So he was kind of like my in-ear person, just kept talking about what he did. So then yeah. I started to get a little motivation from that. And I was like, maybe I could do something like that. So I signed up for a half marathon not knowing what I was doing. And, he, and before I even ran the first half marathon I signed up for, I ended up signing up for a 10K and another half marathon. Hmm. And, you know, didn't know what I was getting into. And I ran that 10K in that December and then the half marathon in January. Uh, and after that, I ran that half marathon in January. I was like, man, I got a little work to do. Yeah. So uh, I, this may be more uh, <clears throat> getting into the psyche of Randy Murphy than actually talking about uh, running. Um, because this is, uh, is kind of how you do life, right? I mean, you just like – you you really go after stuff. Yep. What what's the what's the focus? What's the what's the drive? Like why right now? What's your motivation to what, your next race? Is what? <clears throat> Nothing yet. Okay. Um, but you just did. I'm planning on doing right now in my mind. I want to do a hundred mile race next March. Okay. And you just did a fifty miler. Yep. The, you got the shirt Back on in now. September. Rebecca yeah. Mountain. You didn't get attacked by bears. Nope, you were no good. bears. All right. <laughs> So how how was that experience? Believe it or not, I enjoyed the fifty mile race more than I did the fifty Ks. I don't okay. know. It was a, there was something just different about it. I, and like I told people before, I had kind of had like a side motivation with it because my wife's grandma passed away, and that's that September tenth was her birthday. Mm -hmm. So and then her name was Rebecca, uh -huh. and then my daughter's name's Rebecca. So it was yeah. kind of like a that that was kind of an extra motivational factor yeah. to do it, and, and you know it kind of helped put help me push through it, and then yeah. made it a lot more, um, you know, personal to me, I guess. Right. So, what right now? What is your motivation? Your drive? I mean, like, what are you just? I want to go farther. <laughs> I want to like, what what is it? What's pushing you right now? I guess. I mean, I don't know. I I just I, everything I do. I, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it 100%. If not, and I mm -hmm. quit. But after I after I done my half marathons, and then I I started getting a little further and further. I just you know I kept striving. I was like, I want more. I want to see what my body can do. Let me see. And then I ended up jumping, doing marathons. I never done a marathon before. Mm -hmm. I jumped straight from half marathons to a 50k, and learned a lot through that process because that was not a smart move for myself yeah. but I learned what I needed to do with my body but I just after that I'm thinking to myself man I, I want to do longer yeah like and I kept wanting more and more it's just I don't know I just I guess me personally it's just my like strive just to see what I can do you know what my body can handle right um 50 I'm, I'm so good at math is it like 30 miles or something? 31. It's supposed to be 31.06, but 50Ks yeah. are never Did that conversion. correct. Yeah. Good job. Most yeah. 50Ks end up being longer than a regular 50K. Okay. Right. And it's based off, you know, a lot of them are in the woods, so they have they can't just put a turnaround spot or whatever. Right, right, yeah. Um, so uh, so you start running, and you, I'm just going to see if I can do more, see if I can do more, see if I can do more. Now – have have there been other things in your life 
that you've approached this way? Used to bodybuild. Yeah. Um, years ago, um, I think I stopped probably 2018, 2019 before I started school because when school came, I, you know, I pretty much cut that out. But um, I used to lift six days a week. Yeah. And I do every muscle group twice a week. I mean, I would do deadlifts. I mean, I would. If I went in there, I went in there for two hours, and I I wasn't gonna sit there and talk. I mean, yeah. I was gonna put the work in and get yeah. in and get out. But I, I and I did the running. I mean, I did the lifting just like I do running now. Yeah. I just kind of go in that same mindset. So, uh, so you did that until you started school, mm-hmm. all right? And you started school, and we we actually talked about this before. I mean, you, you basically approached school the same way you. Yeah. You weren't, uh, was, was it valedictorian? They call it something else, The right? President's Award. Yeah. So um, so is there room for two of these in your life? Like two, like, or is this just part of the, this is part of the makeup? I, I have, I'm trying to take care of my family and my life, and then I have the thing. Yeah. Like, I think ultimately it's just one for me because, yeah. you know, my family, you know, I always come first. And right. after that, I mean, I put, everything else into it right but yeah. I love it I mean I like I tell people all the time in in a mental health aspect running's helped me you know way more than anything oh yeah just on a physical level it's it's just I don't know why yeah and then when you don't do it when you when you cut away from it which I had to take a little break because my hip flexor I started you know suffering from it I was like mm-hmm. I can just feel it and just feeling down like I can't yeah. run I I hear I can't attest to this myself, but I I hear that hard cardio um, really does something for your for your thinking. I mean, not just like I have the time I'm thinking as I go to, but like there's something physiological that uh, you know effects that are happening on your brain. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I I feel it. Like there's just something about it. It's like it's, release of endorphins or something. I don't know. Yeah. Can't yeah. really explain it. It's just it's just relieving almost. It's some people, I guess they like hunting. They like doing other yeah. stuff. It's just, it's just what just helps me, you know, get rid of all the the noise, mm-hmm. you know, and everything. Because out there, you can't be on your phone. You, all you have is music in the road. Right. Nobody bothering you. So with the um, with the bodybuilding and the running, would I, I would guess in the bodybuilding, going in, working hard, getting a pump, right? You, it's a similar kind of. It is, you know, uh, help for the the psyche, you know. Um, the uh, so there's a physical thing going on with that, and the physical thing we want. What about when you were not physically engaging, but you're, you know, you're doing the mental pursuit of, you know, really achieving in school? I guess a lot of times with me, I have a like almost a competitive mindset, and it's just like anything I do, I, and it's not in a sense, like I'm trying to beat people or mm-hmm. trying to, you know, do better than them. But, I, you know, like I said earlier, I, I have just like that perfectionist mind. Like I want to do the best I can no matter what I do. Mm-hmm. And if I can't do it, then I'm not going to do it. Yep. And it's just – it's always been like a, a healthy competitive, if, if that makes any sense. But, mm-hmm. you know, I just – that drive, it just pushes me. Yeah. Is there um – is there a spiritual connection there? I mean, is there something, something you think in your 
sanctification, you know, there's either this is really uh, a healthy part of you or a part that God needs to keep in check or, you know, and, and how does it feed into your spiritual life? I definitely think it's it, it fits in really well. Um, I don't know if I've told you all that story, but when I did my 50-miler and I was I was in the last maybe 17 miles or maybe something like that. But anyways, I had worship music just started kicking in. You know, mm-hmm. I had I had all my other type of music playing, like you know, stuff that motivated me and all that stuff with Rocky the higher beat. Yeah. But then the song "Champion" by Bethel with Dante Bo came on. Yeah. I played that song probably ten times in a row, mm-hmm. and I was I, mean, I was out there singing yeah. up to the top of my lungs, yeah. running as hard. I mean, I was hitting eight minutes, and that's pretty decent in a on a trail because they're usually yeah. really thin, but. And I was out there worshiping. I was just thanking Jesus that I could actually do this. Yeah. And I mean, that pushed me ten miles. And mm-hmm. so it was, it was, it was just nobody out there, and it was me and Jesus, and it was just, just moving, man. I, I just, it felt so good. It just is that it, it's like worship, you know. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. What um, when so on that on that occasion uh, the part of the move or the the motivation was um was worship and being thankful being grateful in that moment what other um maybe you don't really deal with this too often but i mean what other ways do you motivate yourself or do you find motivation inspiration to i mean cuz it's not easy right i mean go <clears throat> another two-hour run on your Saturday? I mean, don't you don't you want to stay in and watch cartoons with the kids? <laughs> I think my, my – I don't know. I just – I think a lot about my family, like, and I kind of relate it to my effort towards them. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, when I'm out there, I'm giving my best and I'm, and I'm just thinking about them, and it helps me, you know, be stronger and be better for them yeah. in a sense, if you, if you know what I'm saying. But, like – I mean, that's all I thought about the whole 50 miles. Like, yeah. like I was telling you earlier, I, I was calling Lauren. I was like, man, right. I miss you so much. And, yeah. and I was calling the kids. And it's just, I mean, everything about running's, it even before like bodybuilding, bodybuilding didn't really do this with me, but running, it's almost like it's made me a better person yeah. just as, you know, like I said, the mental health. But, you know, I felt like I've, you know, connected with my family more and just – because I'm by myself and I can kind of, you know, talk to God. I can, I can pray. I can do whatever. Because it's just me. The majority of my runs are just by myself. Yeah. So, and it, and I, I've learned a lot about myself and you know what I can do if my extra stuff like the 50 miles. Like I can see how much more I can give my family, mm-hmm. not just the physical aspect, but right. the, but the mental aspect. Yeah. It's just I don't know, man. It's no, I, I love I it. I like that. Well, it's it's cool too because a lot of people do it for like. The complete opposite reasons they do it so for what other people look at them and like not just for their physique but they see that okay I'm going to do this because I'm a stronger person or I'm more mentally stable and I have greater determination but like it seems like you're doing it for like a tr- like just for yourself and that's your time with God and that's how you're strengthening too not just for yourself but also like to give more to your family which you don't hear a lot of that yeah um, a lot of people go to the gym for their Instagram posts and their Snapchat yeah. stuff. That's why you go, right? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. yeah. You follow my fitness account. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think my marriage has gotten better 
sense that like it I don't know it's like it it's it's strengthened my mental health so yeah you know in that in that time that that alone time has kind of molded yeah. me to you know look at myself from the outside like man you gotta mm-hmm. a lot of areas you gotta fix you gotta step up and you gotta you gotta stop slacking here you gotta you know, right. you, know you gotta you you can push yourself to run ten miles you need to push yourself to do you know that extra thing at the house or right. whatever for your wife or your kids yeah. 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 The, um, knowing that you can do something hard, uh, helps when you face other hard things, right? Yep. You, know, you actually plow through something difficult. Um, and that's, you know, and then our spiritual life, I mean, that, that happens to us all the time. This process of sanctification, we go through a tough moment, you know, God allows us to, to go through trials and we see that, that we can endure with his help. And the next one we face doesn't have to rock our world so much, right? Yep. We can step in with a, a little less fear, a little more confidence, knowing God's going to be with us through that thing. Um, and I can, you know, I definitely see uh, where there would be a lot of confidence and um, and just being, you know, physically fit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you did encounter a bear, you could probably run away from it. I have, I have to turn and fight. You know what I mean? Man, I hope so. I, <laughs> Or I have to do like some of those people I used to see on videos, like ah, ah, and they're screaming and acting crazy. That's what they, that's, that's what they tell you. I, to do. I saw that one. That, that, that guy like hanging on the side of a mountain, and oh, that yeah. bear keeps coming at. It. And yeah, he's he was making some awful noises. Yeah, yeah. what is the actual video of it? Yeah, yeah. Just, this guy's holding his phone, right? And this he's like he's like on the side of a mountain on a hill. And this bear, I guess, I think it came down from the top, but then it keeps coming back at him. And he just screams. <laughs> oh, he's making all these the, the most horrendous noises. I mean, it's, it was know, hilarious. But It's like when you try and he's trying to get some kind of word out, but it was just like. <laughs> whatever he, whatever he, he thought that it was going to work, it did work. Because that bear left him alone. It's like, man, this guy's too crazy. I don't want nothing to him. <laughs> Yeah, for some reason, a bunch of like bear attack videos have just keep popping up. My recommended thing. Yeah, yeah. they're 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 often they happen. Yeah, and nobody has like the correct thing to do. Like Mm-mm. you're pretty much screwed. <laughs> yeah. you, if you get lucky, if it goes away, yeah. you're extra screwed. If it's like a mama bear, well, then you're done. There's some basic things you can do. The, they tell they, you not to run. Yeah, this is what they tell you. I was going to ask if they gave you some advice. Yeah, they they tell you not to run. Yeah. Like don't if you run and they're like, all right, I'm yeah. faster than you. Did they did they like when before you had this race? Did they go hey? No, they didn't give like a speech or anything. <laughs> <Say> good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you don't see him uh, out there. Nobody recommended taking bear spray or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the things. You know, the pepper spray. You know. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, said, you know, let them know you're coming. Like they didn't tell you to like wear bells. Like mm. that's that's another thing they tell people wear bells. Yeah, maybe that one part where there was a bear when I started seeing it. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, this guy's crazy. Let me get yeah. out of here. Could you imagine mm. the adrenaline rush? You're finishing your 50 miles, and then you get to see a bear. Oh, that'd be that would you'd die. You'd have a heart attack. It's important to know, like to like know if it's possible. There's one around. You know, yeah. like kind of know the environment. And if you can watch for their sign, which is kind of gross, right? Watch for their sign. Their scat. Yeah. yeah. Their stuff. And you can you can tell it's bear scat because it's it smells like pepper and it has little bells in it. Mm. Oh, Did man. it? 
yeah. was a great one. That's, a, that's an old joke. I took a long time to, <laughs> to build it out. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, those yeah. are the three things you need to... Um, <laughs> I looked around a lot. Yeah. I was... <laughs> Uh, so y'all were talking about uh, David Goggins when I came in. You a big fan? Yep. I really enjoy his stuff. Yeah. Probably not the best uh, with words, but <laughs> he's very good with the motivational factors. Like, yeah. And I almost feel like he's one of the reasons that I do ultras. Okay. And Garrett, Garrett told me, he said, man, I guess I'm kind of the one to blame for you doing these 50-mile races because I told you about David Goggins and oh, yeah. now you're doing 50s. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna carry the boats? Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's a he's an intense dude. Did you read his book? Yeah. Well, I I haven't read it. I listened to audio. I listened to it. Yeah. I didn't, it was. I don't pretty, read anything. Pretty entertaining. Yeah. And he has another one coming out too. So. He? Um. Yeah. He's a he's a, definitely entertaining. Entertaining is the right thing. He's yeah. got a his his sh- he stick. He does. He will is, make you want to run. Yeah. Like, not that entertaining. Well, <laughs> he really. You know, pushed me into. <laughs> yeah. So part of his story um, of, you know, I think part of him talking about, you know, at one time in his eyes being a very weak person. Yeah. I won't, I won't say it the way he says it, but, <laughs> um, but being a very weak person, uh, physically, mentally, and then going from that to, you know, just not un- just Navy unreal. SEAL, but, you know, now, you know, just for a new challenge, what was he doing? He was doing fire jumping or something like that. Well, he, he, he went, he done the SEAL training three times. He uh, did infantry, and then he did the, uh, what was the other one? I don't know. He's the only person to ever do all three major yeah. branches. Huh. Yeah. Um, and some of them he done with, like, a broke. Broke yeah. feet or whatever. He right. taped his legs up. Yeah, just it's nuts. Yeah, uh, but uh, but going into he had a, a difficult child. I'm trying to remember his his dad's kind of a rough character. Yeah, uh, some sort of criminal elements, and yeah. slandering that kind of you know, but rough on the kids and yeah. Um, was it a roller roller rink or something? Is that what it was? Yeah, his dad owned a roller skating yeah, place right. and yeah. I just remember him. He used to be the bug guy. You yeah. spray the bugs yeah. and go home and drink chocolate milkshakes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so he kind of speaks to how his childhood formed, you know, formed him and how he had to overcome that, and you know, was not an excuse for. So, what do you think? There's anything in your formative years that um, has. Put this, you know, in pursuit of perfection. You actually mentioned it before we started, but um, and this drive to achieve, um, self-competitive, you know, <clears throat> sort of motivation. What can yeah. you point to something? Yeah, I mean, I, I can, you know, attest to some of his story too. Like, I mean, that's mine wasn't identical to his, but it was a lot of abuse growing up. So, you know, I can, you know, I when I when I hear those stories he's talking about, I can, like, man, I can relate to this. And mm-hmm. then just, you know, for the longest time, I lived a poor me life. And it was like, poor Randy, he had this bad. He'll never do this. I mean, it was just, it's because I was, you know, just physically and mentally and emotionally abused. So mm-hmm. I was just, you know, tight as a rock. And I just, but 
Well, I think a lot of people would would say hey, you're. I mean, it's totally fair for you to be in that kind of mental yeah. state, physical state. What you, but you, you and I have talked a lot about, um, you know, your your childhood, teenage years, um, and I don't know, I, I don't know how much we've talked in public about those things, but yeah. but um, I wouldn't want to say anything that would uh, be uh, me sharing your stuff, but um, but knowing what I know, there's uh, be a lot of reason for. You know, a lot of excuses or reasons for you to to say, "Hey, I can, I can stay mm-hmm. in my addiction. I can mm-hmm. stay in, you know, with this kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, I can self medicate over here, whatever." Um, and so, what's the what's the overcoming moment? You know, like for I don't remember exactly what Goggins he, but he had a he had a a worldview shift. You know, where he just, all right, I'm getting up and I'm walking. You know, and so walk to the into the road and back, you know, and and went from there. What was the, was there a worldview shift for you? <clears throat> I think uh, there's one time that I, I think I told you this story, but I was working with a company and my boss told me that day I was going to have to take a drug test because they were they were planning on putting me on a, a dump truck work, and then they ought to have been making a lot more money. I told him, I said, man, I ain't going to pass this test. Like, you know, I'm very active in drugs. So I'm leaving. I get in my truck. I pull out, and I start heading out of the driveway, and I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, dude. It's almost like I was looking at somebody else, and Mm -hmm. I didn't recognize myself. And I was, you know, I started crying. I was so scared. I was like, this is a weird view because I'm looking at me, but I don't see me. I see some somebody else lost yeah. and that was that's where everything started to shift and then for the longest time I had to you know I still had was stuck in all those poor me's but then you know I finally started climbing that mountain and getting out of that um just self-inflicted wounds pretty much yeah. and pressing past all that stuff in my childhood that w- was just you know handicapping me I you know I struggled in my first marriage because of it. I, I struggled at the beginning of my marriage now because of it, and and I'm finally getting over that hump, and I'm learning because I've never had that, you know, father figure mm-hmm. growing up. I didn't have, I didn't understand marriage. I didn't understand all this stuff. I just jumped into stuff, just looking for love, looking for this, looking for that. But, you know, it's been a process, but yeah. like I said, that, that moment was really the shift because, mm-hmm. you know, I was heading down heal quick yeah. at that point. And so in that moment and the moments to, you know, the, in the time that followed, what, what role has your, your faith played in, in, in like the, you talk about those growth moments, right? I mean, so where's your faith run through all that? Yeah, I'm telling you all of it. Cause it's, it's my main reason of, you know, living, you know, I had, I was really suicidal a lot of times, you know, through all the years and, you know, that mental health part, like I was talking about, it just, it was so ingrained in my head that, you know, I felt like I was worthless and all that stuff. And, you know, but the more I, I walk with God, walk and just strengthen my mind, strengthen my faith and, you know, started learning from people, started focusing away from myself and all the stuff that's I went through in my life is mm-hmm. where I started 
coming uphill and you know God started showing me like this is how you be a man this is how you you become a father this is how you raise your kids this is how you do this this is how you you work at your job this is how you, and I started learning those things and it's just and I'm I'm thankful that Jesus has been a part of all this because I don't think I would have never made it out yeah yeah um I think uh a lot of men women too but a lot of men are dealing with um issues with their own father whether it be um abuse neglect or abandonment um all those things you know the manifest i I, at least i see and for a lot of guys is um you know really trying to uh to find some affirmation um and we you know we pursue different achievements or, or whatever going after stuff and um we can accomplish something over here you know maybe they aren't around to notice but somebody might somebody else might you yeah. know i don't know is, is there any of that in you yeah i i'm a very words words of affirmation person yeah. like that's probably my main love love language like yeah i like that attaboy thing because yeah. you know i never had it growing up and, and i try to you know, shift that to my my children. I try to make yeah. sure I don't allow them to miss that, and because yeah. I know it. You know, I, that's a, that's a lot of times what I seek for. So, in return, I just almost overflow it to them. I make sure they know. You know, yeah. even if it's a small thing, like I'm, you know, I'm proud of you. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm, I see what you're doing. I see it yeah. instead of them just kind of thinking it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. Yeah, um, it's uh, you know, if we can help the people in our lives know, you know, that they can they can feel secure in our love and um, don't have to don't have to earn it. Um, yeah. I don't know that I've done a great job of that as a father. Have I? You, you've done a good job. You're doing pretty good. That's <laughs> on camera. You did answer. You did <laughs> fairly you, decent. You, you did a good job. It's yeah. All right. That's, that's what that's what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> so it's all right, Dad. <laughs> Um, don't need to be in trouble after this. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, you know, um, we're all, you know, I wish that, uh, the older me could have parented my, you know, my kids, you know, so, yeah. um, so maybe they wouldn't have turned out like they have. No. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> maybe they wouldn't have got so tall. Right. <laughs> no. So, um. Stop lifting me up. So, yeah. <laughs> See, that's in my house. We got to. Knock him down a pick. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, I, I wish that uh, they would have gotten a better version of me, you know, 20 years ago. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful for the way that uh, that God makes up for yeah. these things. But, but a goal for me in the beginning, before I ever had kids, was I wanted them to feel secure, mm-hmm. like I, I'd... I didn't want them to feel insecurity in the home, like what's going to happen here? Is dad going to be here or not? You know, yeah. I never wanted them to question whether or not they were totally loved and and secure. And so um, I think y'all, I might have failed in a lot of other ways, but I think our home felt secure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a really a thing, too, that, like, we don't ever talk about a lot um, <laughs> Cause I like, I'm not, I'm not super open all the time, but, um, one thing that means a lot to me and I'm sure to Russ too. And mom is that like, 
it is important for you to, that you provide that security to us, not just because you think it's important, but because, too, like, knowing your story and, like, how um, you're raising the things that you've been through with your father, like, and how, like, you're making that up for us is, it means a lot, too, because um, cause you didn't have that growing up, but then you're providing that for us. It really, um, really shows us how, like, how important that is to you. And so, yeah, you are doing a good job. Thanks. Yeah. One thing I try to do with my children is is to ingrain in them, which, you know, Ellie don't understand as much, but especially with Chandler, I try to make sure he knows that I do fail. Like, yeah. <clears throat> dad's not perfect. Yeah. And, you know, there's times me and him have one-on-one conversations, like, look, buddy, daddy's been in this situation before. Yeah. You know, our situation is maybe a little different, but yeah. I understand. And daddy's not perfect. We fail, but you know we can fix those things. Yeah. We we have action. I mean, we have consequences for our actions, but we can correct them. And that just being real with him, you yeah. know, he, he. It's the the worst when you have to apologize to him, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I I try to be very you know clear with it. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I was wrong. Yeah. I'm that, sorry. That reaction I understand was more than appropriate what would be yeah. appropriate for this yeah um i am i am sorry yeah yeah um not not a fun moment when you and even even in discipline too like one thing i've learned is explaining and not just you know yeah just all jumping on them or doing anything like that just like look here, here's the deal like you know i, I want to make sure i'm calm in my mm-hmm. actions so I don't overreact yeah. or, or show that. So I'm just like, look, all right, let's talk about this. Let's, you know, let's, let's talk about what you've done. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what you've done. This is what you could have done, <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. And it just so I can make sure make sure my heart's in the right spot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he sees that, and, you yeah. know, but you're still having a consequence for this. And yeah. The, um, you talked about the running affecting your, your mental state um, and – is it you, you said better? What what word did you use to describe it? I'm now I'm not even sure you did. You said better. Yeah, it's just it just makes me a better person. Yeah. Do you? I mean, is is that um, is that because you feel more joyful? Is that because you feel more confident? Is that because you feel more at peace? Is that? I think I would just I just feel better altogether, like yeah. with, with everything, physical, mental, and. It's helped with patience. I mean, mm-hmm. you can think to run 50 miles, you got to be pretty patient, yeah. and you got to you know, stay at it. So it's it's helped my patience to not re- respond quickly or, or yeah. you know act before I th- you know think about it. There's probably a good sermon illustration in um, in pacing and living living the Christian life, and yeah. you know I, I think about um, what I want for the people in our church, the people we're discipling, my kids, is that, you know, everybody's going to encounter trouble. Jesus says, you'll, you're going to have trouble in this world, right? Fear not, I've overcome the world. Yep, right? But um, we're all going to encounter trouble. And so how, you know, what what are the, the highs and lows? How are they going to, you know, sometimes they knock us off our feet, you mm-hmm. know, you know, and what I want is for the highs and lows to not have that much of a ripple, right? Yeah. They have a ripple for a moment, but then things go back to P 
peace. Jesus has overcome the world, right? This was upsetting. It was trying for the moment. Um, I don't want to get too up here. I don't want to get too down here. I don't, you know, run a little more even keel. Um, It's, uh, yeah, I was thinking about pacing in a, in a race, just trying to keep, keep steady, keep steady. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so for my training program, um, should I get some tennis shoes or what? I mean, uh, depends on where you plan on running <laughs> a trail or a road. <laughs> Trails a lot easier on your your feet, believe yeah. it or not. But I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not interested. So you can do doing those weights though. You can do couch, couch to five k. Yeah, I'm doing the I'm doing the bodybuilding. Yeah, um, <laughs> so that's what I've been working on. Um. Well, yeah, man. Uh, well, thanks for uh, thanks for sitting down for a minute. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. No problem. I enjoy um, it as always. And I, I, I admire what you're doing. I mean, I, I think it's really cool. You know, it's not something I could ever picture myself being able to do. You know, like, but but I thought the what, same thing myself. Yeah, like, would, that's the whole. You know, the Goggins thing is like you know you're capable of more. You what know, if your you're, you're, body and your mind is capable of more than than you think and um there's a spiritual element to that too that we are we're definitely capable of more than we think because Mm -hmm. of the the presence and the power of the holy spirit in our lives and so um so maybe maybe uh sam does a little run there's always a what if yeah i didn't um i didn't tell you this but like um it was a couple of weeks ago we were at band practice and we're talking about gyms and like meal planning and stuff and I was like, I, I, you know, I'm probably gonna start meal planning. You're like, probably? When you just, when you just start it, and just do it. <laughs> and I was like, dang, he's right. And so I started doing um, back, and I've lost like 20 pounds. Oh, so good. thank you. You're making a difference in this world. What is the, what is the plan? Like it's just wings. Ke- it's, it's constant wings. It's keto. <laughs> okay. I'm doing keto. Okay. <laughs> all right, my bad. Yeah, keto is pretty interesting. It's pretty much all protein. And yeah. That's about it. That's yeah. I just eat a bunch of meat. Yeah. It's nice. All right, let's go get some wings. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Randy. Love you, man. Appreciate it, bud. You're welcome.